welcome back to another episode of the Four Fab Fatties. <laughs> Lucky says hello. <laughs> Today, our discussion is going to be all about fashion and our experiences with clothing and different brands, shopping for clothes. And I'm going to need everyone to raise their hand if they've ever been victimized by plus size fashion or the lack thereof. Yeah, so we're going to get into it today, and I hope you really enjoy our conversation. Make sure that you like and subscribe so that you can see all of our new episodes. We're going to be bringing more content to you on hopefully an almost daily basis. So make sure that you're checking us out here, TikTok, Instagram. Please follow, give some love, and comment below. Thanks. And with that, who are you? Alyssa. Rebecca. Allie. Maria. Yay. And again, we're the four fab babbies. We are we are fatties and we are fatties. Why do we have so many F's in our name? (laughs) Well, okay, so we are talking (laughs) again. We are talking about plus size fashion today. Um, and this was actually uh I think Rebecca's idea, uh, because admittedly, Rebecca and I both are addicts. We have a bit of an addiction to shopping. And I personally feel that once, once plus size fashion became just honestly a, a skosh, like fashionable. Yeah. I just, I dove in, right. I absolutely dove in because for me, it was like, I either had old Navy Lane Bryant. I got okay. One of my one of my stand up jokes is um from, so for my bat mitzvah. This is like a running joke for me. Uh, for my bat mitzvah when I was thirteen, um, I had nowhere to get my bat mitzvah dress because I was oh. I was bigger than everybody, right? I know where to get my bat mitzvah dress. So everybody else like i mean and i invited like my entire class right like entire classroom to all my classmates from both hebrew school and regular school right invited all of them they all come to my bat mitzvah looking like hillary duff okay meanwhile my ass had to go to steinmart which was an old ladies clothing store to get my suit uh that i wore my two-piece outfit and so they came looking like Hillary Duff, and I showed up my bat mitzvah looking like Hillary Clinton. So, yes, I have been personally victimized by plus size fashion. Rebecca and I have a running joke about that about <laughs> the women's business wear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think so many of us were in middle school rocking Lane Bryant's business attire. Yeah. You know, and I remember back then, um, I I do remember going to Lane Bryant at the mall. It was the only plus size store that we had at the mall, and looking at their clothes and, and and now they have more casual stuff. But back then it really truly was mostly like businessy type stuff. And I remember at the time, this was when like clueless and all that stuff was out and the sweater vest was in. And I did get a sweater vest, but everyone else had these really cute like preppy sweater vests. They were all shopping at limited two, like and then like a butterfly or something. I had a very serious, like dark colored neutrals uh sweater vest. And I basically looked like I was wearing the same stuff for my teachers. Lucky is joyful. Lucky is such chaos right now. I love that. He's our fifth. He's not that, but he's our fifth member. Yeah. He is fabulous. So for me, it wasn't Lane Bryant. I actually didn't find Lane Bryant until I was much older in life because I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Literally small town rural. We had more, I don't know, cows than people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We had literally one stoplight in the entire town. And in town, there was absolutely nothing, 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 nothing. We had like eight bars, one of which my grandma owned and nothing else. <laughs> um, a bowling alley that we hung out at very often. <laughs> so where did you get your clothes? So our closest place to get any type of clothing was 20 minutes to 30 minutes away. Mm. And I remember going to that other small town because it was another small one, but they had the mall. Not a real mall. Not a mall. Not an actual <laughs> mall. It was a strip mall. Mm-hmm. And it had a fashion bug in it. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. And so for me, it was fashion bug. I do remember coming across a fashion bug in high school. That was a little bit yes. later in my life. And I, I was very excited about fashion mm-hmm. bug at first. Yeah. 
But they're kind of like Kato's where they had like the women's section. Yeah. Yes. And on the other side of the store was like the women's not even section. the other side of the store this the was like the corner. back corner of course, still the back corner and before that i remember it was kmart yeah yeah I did a lot kmart. Of kmart yeah and that or walt not even walmart yet yeah Ames. i remember kmart in my i think we had an yeah. Ames back there which was like a kmart but okay. what, but went out of business way before they did mm-hmm. <laughs> but shop? it was very 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 limited <sighs> options i love my mom is really just like such an angel and had no idea what to do with me. That's okay. And she, she just didn't wear clothes. She was naked. Okay. <laughs> she tried, my mom tried so hard and she tried to make shopping fun. Um, and you know, my mom doesn't have the great, great body image either. Not that I, I mean, my mom is plus size, but I, by no means I consider her fat, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think she's still in the, you know, the one X, two X range where, I'm like, yeah, like you 16, can, 18. you can, like, you can find those, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, it, I just very much remember being in department stores, um, and, and learning like, oh, if it's, you like it, let's buy five of them. Mm. And, <laughs> and yep. I, I, I'm, I'm more so even embarrassed to admit that, uh, it wasn't until very recent like the last year that I've actually started to find clothes that I like yeah um and not just buying because it fits mm. and I still struggle with that when shopping can uh, we talk about the multiple items though we can do I have probably 17 pairs of the exact same type of underwear I bet you from do Torrid because they fit perfect I bet I, I do love them. And that's the only ones I want. Yeah. And so does it look like I wear the same underwear every day? Yeah. Be thankful I'm wearing any. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true, though. It's so true. Like, I mean, you either had the option to buy, you know, five of the same thing in, you know, one of every color because they made maybe five different pieces. um, If you were lucky. For our size, right? Yeah. And then it really is like, I think we... Are we titling this show? I think we titled this episode. Um, you know, is it in style or is it just in our size? Yeah. Right? So is it really like, did we buy it because it was, we liked it? It was trendy. It was what we wanted to put on our bodies or do we buy it because that was what we had offered to us? Yeah. I remember in high school, um, we did have a good uh, goodies mm-hmm. and rugged warehouse near us. And all my friends wanted to shop there because it was like, a little bit more bargain price. You could get more bang for your buck, you know, in terms of multiple items as in the teenagers, that's what we wanted. And I could never find anything there. Goodies for a while they had size 24 jeans and I could barely get them up over my butt because they were so low rise. Um, like I would just mm. spill out of it. And yet I would still like buy them, even though I really couldn't wear them. Mm. And then I also have a, like, I will not wear capris now because there were these capris from Lane Bryant that I lived in because they fit me and I had them in black and khaki mm-hmm. and they're kind of like almost like they weren't windbreaker material, but they're enough plasticky that your thighs like, yes. I'm like, yeah. if you're a fat girl and you don't recognize that noise, then like, what were you doing? Yeah. And so I <laughs> lived in capris for like, I, again, it's just like, okay, this fits. It's enough, close enough to what other people are wearing that I'm going to get it. But then I'll get pictures of myself in high school. I'm like, no, I wasn't dressing like anyone else. And this was still the best yes. I could find. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah, I still yeah. had a little bit more means to me in terms of my mom letting me get some clothes that I tried at least. It just it wasn't the same. It wasn't matching yeah. up. But um, yeah, and I also remember one time at Limited 2 finding one shirt that fit me. And did I buy it? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I wear it ridiculously often because it was the one shirt that was like the same style as my peers? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you just treasured those little connections. This little, like, yeah. I'm kind of in the, yeah. the sphere of things. I yeah. learned um, only getting into college about Forever 21. Oh. And they're plus yeah. size. Mm. And I was elated that I could go to the store with my friends and just even see potential options that yeah. would fit. Like, and then, of course, they, like, yeah. they barely did. Yeah. I mean, it's Forever 21. sensory nightmare that February, February, that Forever 21 is. 
where yeah. you have to go in there and dig through. Yeah, it was all the messiest section. Not just for regular sizes, right? Yeah. But for plus sizes too, it's like to have to go through there and dig through and hunt for the one like plus size piece that they had in there. So my experience was a little bit different. They would have a little section of plus size. But when I say little, I mean the 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 area of the carpet. Oh, like yeah. It, was, okay, it yeah. was like, here's your options. We're so happy you're here shopping with us. Yeah. It was like so ridiculous. Well, that was Target for the longest time. I mean, I, I will give Target that at least they have Ava and Viv as a, as a designated section now. But Target used to be literally a rack or two. And I probably wore a size 26 and up from the age of 22 to 34. You know, and so I was size 26 up to size 32. Forever 21, nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I even call it Forever 21? I think I call it Forever 22. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, should be their, that should be their real plus size. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there was just nothing size 26 up. Department stores stopped yeah. at a size 24. Yeah. Um, I actually found, like, some of the first, I, I, I went after, when I was graduating college, I went to a Macy's. In Charlotte, and I went to college in Boone, which is like a rural area in North Carolina. So I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I didn't even know this stuff existed, you know. And I found a dress I liked, and I remember being like, "Oh my gosh, there's cute stuff." And plus, and it was right around the time that I actually started googling plus size clothes, and that's when I found my first plus size blog that was focused on fashion. And my mind was blown. But at that point in time, a lot of companies that were like pushing up plus size fashion were uh, brands in the UK. Um, So this was before ASOS. This was Evans. This was Simply B. And those brands now aren't even available to me. So I've seen so much change yeah. in wow. brand brands. Like American brands have skyrocketed. Um, we have way more access than any other country to plus size clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet I still struggle to find yeah. clothes I like and clothes that feel like me. Um, and I also sometimes see something. Well, I've never seen that in my size before. So should I buy it? Yeah. Like, you know, like if I, right. I, I still am constantly having that. I've never seen this in my size before. Um, and that's been, I'm 35 now. So this has been a 13 year process of me still yeah. not having full enough access to really think about how I want to express myself fashion wise. And and some of it's just that we don't have the same kind of styles at different price points, right? Like right. You can get those styles you pay 300 plus, or if you're going to be paying under a hundred dollars, you're much more limited to certain brands and styles so you said several things that i want to okay, touch yeah. on so first thing circling back to the high school comment and your mm. one shirt that you found i had one red very very red gap shirt mm-hmm. and it was just a t-shirt yeah. and it was the stretchiest material ever oh yeah and i wore that sucker all the time because yeah. it made me feel like i finally fit in like i can the labels finally were big. wear the logos and labels what big. everyone else is wearing yeah. and not feel so out of place yeah and even just adding into that, like that idea to want to fit in and find your style and everything almost pushed me so far against it at one point because I went very much from trying to fit in, trying to be what everyone else was to wanting to be the exact opposite. So I was like, yeah. if I can't fit in with these people, yeah. I don't want to be them. Yeah. So then it switched my entire styling to be like, no, I'm the weirdo emo girl who now has an individuality because I'm choosing this. So I'm going to be your band shirt. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm going to wear my chemical me. romance. That I'm wearing um, Reliant K. Yeah. I have all of them. And I'm adding a hoodie over top and my jeans on. And if I'm feeling crazy, all the other, I have like one other emo kid. We'd wear our fingerless gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I might throw on a bandana. Yeah. Because I wanted to be so uniquely myself and make my own way because there wasn't a way for me. Yeah. I feel like that was that was very much the case for me early high school because coming out of middle school was in our age group, middle school was the height of Abercrombie and Fitch and Hollister. And that was like everybody in their yeah. their straight size bodies, their quote unquote, normal size bodies were all, it was all about the labels. It was yeah. all about the brand names, yep. right? Everybody's wearing Abercrombie and Fitch and Hollister, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I couldn't set foot in that store, right? The only thing I ever had from Abercrombie and Fitch was their perfume because I did like yeah. Abercrombie 8. It did smell really good. I hated it. But, <laughs> that's fair. It smelled terrible. But the, mm-hmm. um, but like that was, I do think at one point I had one t-shirt. I think somebody gave it to me or something. Um, but 
other than that, like it was just like coming out of middle school. It was like, that's what everybody was wearing. Like, again, it was something I could not participate in because yeah. it was not made for me. I could, I didn't feel comfortable setting foot in that store because pretty much the looks that you got. Yeah. Right. But so like getting into early high school, I, I was just wearing, I was wearing oversized band t-shirts, my jeans and my Chuck Taylors. Yeah. And like it was every single day wearing a brand yeah. new t-shirt, taking back Sunday t-shirt, my yeah. around, every, absolutely. And it was like, I was doing what I could to have my own style, but also just kind of hide myself too. Yeah. Like if I just wear t-shirts and jeans every day, like did I need a big t-shirt with a hoodie over top of it? I did the same. Yeah. Just, just completely layered up. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's like 85 degrees outside. Am I wearing a hoodie because I want to cover up my arms too? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I get that. Oh my gosh. Just thinking about high school reminded me I was in marching band and I was in the color guard. <laughs> um, but so many of like the sports teams and stuff. And like, if you're getting a, a school t-shirt, they didn't have enough sizes. They didn't go oh, up to enough sizes. Yeah. And I remember being aware that my color guard team could not get the like windbreakers that they wanted because it didn't come available in my size. And they had to pick another style because it had a larger size range. And even then it was so tight on me that I would be scared to bend over, you know, like, and I'm just like, I contemplated not doing it. I contemplated yeah. getting off the team because it would be too embarrassing, you know, to not fit into it. But and I'm also kind of like, why did my band teacher make me aware? Right. That she didn't have to tell you. They no. Didn't have to like, tell take you. my measurements and then decide what would work best for your team. But but when I became an educator and I ran a writing center, we were looking at, like, getting T-shirts. I'm like, we are picking things that have the widest freaking size Absolutely. range. And I just I, – I, I, I mean, it is infuriating. I yes. remember – so this – as fat people, what's our biggest thing we're told? Lose the weight. Mm -hmm. Be more active. Do these things. But then there's so many instances where we try to participate and we're immediately pushed out. Yeah. I was in cheerleading for years and I remember being sized out of cheerleading. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do cheerleading because I didn't fit the skirt mm -hmm. and there was no option. Yeah. It wasn't, we're going to try and find you an option. We're going to try and find, you can wear pants. You can do this. You can do, if you can't wear what we're wearing, you can't be on the team. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that you want me to be more active and you want me to go out and do the things. But then you're going to make it literally slam the door in my face yeah. and tell me, no, yeah. you can't do this because of how you look. Yeah. So what? I'm supposed to lose weight like this so that I can be on your team tomorrow? That's not how bodies work. Yeah, it's a punishment. You're <laughs> yeah. punished. You're left out of things. I actually had a teacher. I don't want to say he gave me an eating disorder, but I began disorderly disordered eating, I guess, uh, because it was... Um, I was cast in a play. I had a, I had a main role and he came up to me to see if I would to arbitrarily measure me in front of the class to see if I would fit the wedding dress he wanted me to wear for this role and literally just used his hands. Okay. It came up to me and just put his hands on my shoulders and goes, well, I mean, you're built like a linebacker. <laughs> I'm in middle school. I'm in fucking middle school. Okay. And I'm like, well, all I eat now, and literally for years, I, I only thing I ate at school was goldfish crackers and green tea. And my green tea, I still have my emotional support green teas. But like, I literally, I was just like, he shamed me in front of my entire class. Um, but then also going back to what you said about the, um, I lost it. I lost it. Somebody else go. I lost well, it. I'm thinking <laughs> even like Halloween costumes. I couldn't get, like all my Halloween costumes were like, self-made I, I we, we talked about cheerleading i was a cheerleader one year for halloween i made my own skirt out of felt mm -hmm. because i couldn't buy halloween costumes at any of the stores or anything like that the amount of years i was a we witch didn't, we didn't have amazon or anything <laughs> that because it was easy to find a black hat and mm -hmm. yeah. whatever black dress mm -hmm. i mean this is when i mean i uh Alyssa's enough younger than us so i don't know if this is your experience or not like we didn't have Amazon. We didn't have, we weren't shopping online no, yet. No, there was know? an online shopping. Um, online shopping for me started probably when I was 23, 24, 25. Yeah, in, um, in college. Yeah, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I was not shopping online prior. We, that was not what we did. No. And so you truly were limited to what was local to you. And even yeah. now I think about teenagers. I'm like, how many of our current fat teenagers still don't get an in-store shopping experience yeah. and only shop online? I mean, I still struggle with yeah. an in-store shopping experience in my size currently. I do too. I do too. Mm -hmm. And that's something like I, 
I get, and I know, I think a lot of us still do. And I mean, I've, I've heard from other, um, from other, you know, fat gals like me, like that I get, a, I get a lot of anxiety traveling, right? Because I, I almost never will check a bag. Oh, yeah. you cannot lose that suitcase. Hell no, I will not lose you my suitcase. You cannot lose that suitcase. Because there is no guarantee that where I'm going, I will be able to replace what's in my suitcase. 100%. Right? Like I, I remember, I think it was like earlier last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier last year, um, I was flying to Chicago and it was in February. Mm-hmm. And I had literally like, I had just gotten a coat because like I live in the Carolinas. So I don't need to wear a coat for Right. So, but I had bought a winter coat and I got it off of Amazon because of course, uh, where can you go shop in store for a winter coat? Right. Um, but in my size. Yeah. And so I had just gotten it and I was like, there's no, fucking, there's, I'm absolutely not checking this bag because if I check this bag and my luggage gets lost, I have no winter coat and there's absolutely no option for me to go out and get a winter coat. And even honestly, even the stores that do make our sizes, they like carry them. I love Torrid. We love Torrid. But they can but do the majority <laughs> of their extended sizes are not in store. Are not in store, right? And so for the most part, I will never, I will never check a bag. I'm always like it's a carry-on and, and my book bag because I'm making sure that that my bag is gonna be with me at all times because we just there there's there's very little guarantee that I'm gonna be able to replace my wardrobe. Can in I worst tell case you scenario. The anxiety I felt going to Bali. I bet. Oh my God. <laughs> like I have, I have my one bag I can fit on the plane yeah. and it's only so big. Yeah. So we're taking her for sure. Uh, but do we have a bigger luggage that we have to check? Yeah. And we have to put the faith in the system that it's going to get there. And mm-hmm. now it, not only is it just one consistent flight, but it was at least three per leg. Oh. So I'm putting oh, my faith my in God. you to please, 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 please. <laughs> get it there and I was doing the math in my head I'm like if I'm in Bali what am I gonna wear like if everything goes poorly (laughs) what am I gonna do yeah as bad as the U.S. is with these things Bali's insane there's nothing like I was a walking spectacle there people had never and not in a mean way A a lot of them didn't look at me and be like saying I never felt a moment where I felt like yeah I'm being judged per se okay it was more like I was a giantess in a world of very much smaller people okay and it was either like oh she must have money like it almost felt like a little bit of a Victoria yeah all right all right like they were like a lot of men hit Noted. on me because they <laughs> yeah. were like she can feed me <laughs> <laughs> okay and, and so like but there was a moment of what would I do yeah what would I wear I yeah. was like honestly speaking would I have to go buy a sheet and just yeah. make it make it work yeah because like what other toga option would it. i have i would literally be a toga girl yeah <laughs> the goddess that i am <laughs> you would have rocked it should you have had to do it i wouldn't but it, it is interesting so do you think it, it pulls into this like scarcity mindset of like there's scarce resources so then we start hoarding yes we start buying things we don't need and again you know i think i think we're all at different places in terms of our love of fashion how much we do xyz um I've started blogging when I was 22. So this is, a, again, a 13-year experience. I don't know that that scarcity mindset has slowed down for me. Mm-hmm. There is still a big feeling of needing things and feeling like there's constantly better things that will be better fits for me, uh, more stylish. I mean, I definitely feel like my style has changed over the past couple of years as I'm getting more. And, and that's part of it is like, what is my style? Do I get to keep doing it? And I see a lot of women feel like they have to do like one aesthetic because then at least it's easy to lean into, right? It's easier mm-hmm. to shop for. Um, but it has created kind of, again, this little like shopaholic, shopaholic situation. But it's more than that because it's not just like the joy of shopping or inability to shop. It, it is for me like there doesn't seem to be an enough point. And there also is a, a real feeling of if I don't get it now it's gonna be gone it'll be gone I won't have it it. really is like it it's oh my god I've never seen something like this in my size before and it almost is this like there was a time where they did not like they what was available for for sizes smaller than us was a hundred percent not being made in our sizes 
And so it's almost like this, if I don't get it now, am I at risk of it not being there later? Or are we going to go back to a time where this fashion is for these people and this fashion is for these people? Yeah. Um, So that's where, that's where that in my mind, it's like, is it in my size? Is it in style or is it just in my size? Like, am I grabbing it? Because although like, I mean, like you said, and honestly, like you said too, really in the last year or so, I've been playing around with my fashion because, because I mean, we're just now getting, you know, the nineties like stuff in our sizes right. that, that the, the straight size people have kind of been playing around with for the last few years that we're just starting to get, you know, more crop tops available to us and more, more like, I don't know, just more trendy stuff available to us than we have in years than we ever have really. I, I want to see you. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I, I think for so long, the shopping experience made me feel even worse about myself that I avoided it as much as I could. Yeah. So then I was just wearing like whatever I had. And I, I remember it was like two, three years living with Billy. And I'm like, I still have clothes in my closet from like middle school. Like, what am I doing? Like, not, it doesn't fit anymore, but I was afraid to even get rid of that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, yeah. at one point, this had fit me, and, like, it was all I had. Yeah. So, like, and then when you start getting rid of that stuff, then you're like, oh, my God, I really do need to buy clothes. Yeah. Like, yeah. then you find yourself in the point. Um, it, it, fashion has just been such a wild journey. We uh, For me, like, middle school I, I literally wore, I joke about it, but it's not funny, but it is. I wore a pair of jeans and a white t-shirt, dance t-shirt, all different, like stupid dance quotes every single day in yeah. sixth grade. All I wore. Yeah. All I wore. I cannot believe I did not get teased. Mercilessly. That's what I said. <laughs> Words are hard. I cannot believe that I didn't get teased for that because I, I swear I never wore anything else. And then, you know, just growing like out of that into high school, I was the kid wearing the business blouses. My mom to this day, I love her till tells me how much she loved my clothes in high school because they were business tops. I wore her blouses with like long necklaces. And I'm like, what this, I look back and I'm like, the fabrics are not stretchy or comfortable. Oh my God. I would have literally never picked out those clothes in my entire life. And it was just the what's available and what you uh, like out of it. Yeah. And the first uh, prom, you know, same Mm. thing as, as your birthday, quinceanera, you said, right? No. <laughs> you were close. We never knew. Oh my god, so bad. So you're for your bat mitzvah. Close. Oh my gosh. Coming of age. Yeah. My prom, I literally went into the store with a picture on my phone, being like this is the dress I want. They didn't have a single dress in store to size me with. They took my measurements. They ordered my dress and I did not try on a single yeah. to try on um, or ordered the dress thing. I mean, they took my measurements so it fit, but, and I loved it, but I mean, at that yeah, point, you couldn't go try on different styles. You know, I you mean, liked. I mean, I went with the safest thing I could pick. Cool. Right. Well, I think that's also part of it is like, because we are often ordering things online through a catalog in the past, et cetera, we didn't get to try on different silhouettes. We didn't yes. get to see how the fabric mm-hmm. was before our hard-earned money had to go ahead and go into yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And I still yeah. get mad at that today. Like, I know a lot of us have become very comfortable buying online, and most companies are pretty decent about returning. Am I decent about remembering to return? No, no, no. no. But, like, they earn a lot of money off of that for us. You know, yes. we can't go in and try on a bunch of things and then, just and then you know, curate what we actually want to buy from right. it. You know, we're, like, hoping – on a prayer that these items work one out for us. Will, yeah, one of these will be fine. And especially when it comes to like a, a special occasion event or something, then we're really struggling. And that's actually one of the things I tried on recently is a gown at Arula. I've never had a gown I loved like that. I'm like, I should buy, when am I going to something with a gown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not my life. And yeah, I was like, I'll never find another one I like. You yes. know, but it makes me want to spend money 
And now that I'm an adult who has to spend my own money, I really need to be a little bit more responsible <laughs> right? with like, my money. You know, like um, I, I really struggle with pulling myself back. When I when I was in college, I was um, I went to community college first, and then I went to Manhattan to go to Hunter. Uh, and I was coming up on my 21st birthday, and I just remember being like, I want to be a badass bitch night. Like I want the look, like the fit, the everything. And I remember going on in New York City, Googling like plus size clothing. And I needed, I had a group of friends, all tiny, who who thankfully were down for the adventure because it was like a 45 minute excursion yeah. to get like on a bus, to get to a subway, to get, a, to go to literally nowhere for a fashion to figure. Ah, oh mm. my God! Yeah, yeah. Fashion to figure. Saying, that's in freaking Manhattan. Yes, that's gonna have the most access, you yeah. know, to stores. That's what I'm saying. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was what? still 45 minutes. It yeah. it was a journey to get there. It was not easy. It wasn't like subway. Yeah, you know, it was like you had to get a certain bus to get. It was a mess. So you'd go down this stairs. No, literally, I just remember one of <laughs> one of we were all. New. We were all kind of new in the city. I luckily had grown up in the island, so like I wasn't that far. But, but we're all Google Mapsing this, and one girl's navigating us through it all. But it was a journey, mm. and I remember getting a fashion figure, and I was ecstatic. I mean, I tried on so much, and even the clothes I bought from from there, I still have in my closet. Yeah, yeah. even mm-hmm. though they don't fit perfectly, but just because I'm like, yeah. Yeah. They they fit I and they look good and yeah, I like them. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I have a couple pieces I've held on to. One of the Rachel Pally dress was probably my first like nice designer dress. And it got like rips in it for me wearing it. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever be able to give it away because yeah. it meant so much to me at the time that I was wearing yeah. it. Yeah. It's funny, um, kind of just, like talking about this is like just thinking about like also experiences that we kind of miss out on as well. Like talking yeah. about prom dresses and stuff like all my friends went and like they went and shopped for their prom dresses together. Yeah. I couldn't do that because those stores did not have my sizes. Right. I don't know what your, um, what your experience was or what your experience was, um, looking for wedding dresses, but Mm. looking for wedding dresses was, I, I had to do, I did a lot of research beforehand of like, is this going to be a safe space for me? Am I going to feel comfortable? And even still, even though the place that I went did have quite a few dresses that I was able to put on my body, I still felt very, there was still, oh, we can, we can hold this up in front of another dress so that you can at least yeah. see what it might look like. Like, this is supposed to be the most important day of my life. Yeah. Like, you just want me to envision what this is going to look yeah. like? I mean, no, thank you. Um, and of course, like the girl that helped me was amazing. She, she was super nice, but she was this big and like it's yep. just and not there's nothing wrong with that of course no. but like it's just they don't get it the the experience is completely different, different yeah. you know and it's just all these experiences that like people really don't quite understand it's like we it's not that we're asking for like for, for them to move mountains for us like we just want the same experiences yeah i'm so glad you brought up wedding dresses yeah i really am i do want to hear what how your experience was too because I started here in the Carolinas. My friends came for a visit and we just went to some boutiques, pop-ups. And it was so limited in each store. And it was more along the lines of what I was expecting, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're trying a few. Yeah, they're a little snug. They don't really close in the back. They don't really fit right. But like, yay, bride, like we're celebrating. And I was all very lackluster. Mm -hmm. Um, But luckily for me, I'm born and raised on Long Island. So I went home to visit and there is a literal um, trending on social media store called Ivory and Main. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, when I tell you yeah. around the corner from my home, oh, hell yeah. five, mm-hmm. I could probably walk there, walk probably 30 minute walk door to door from my house yeah. to the store. It's a less than five minute drive. Um, went to Ivory and Maine and this was, um, when they first opened, I had the best experience there, but even then they were still working on getting their stock up. Mm -hmm. And then I went back when they moved to, um, they had expanded their first store. Now they're in their third location on main street, even bigger. 
Um, and they now have one in the city I heard, which I didn't nice. even know about. Um, best experience from beginning to end. Amazing. But COVID happened. Yeah. You know, and then it came to my wedding and I was like, I, I don't really want to wear a dress anymore. Yeah. So I, um, I went to, I wanted to get a white jumps, jumpsuit to, to change into. Yeah. So my friends are like, go. And I'm like, I've never put on a jumpsuit before. I've never ordered a jumpsuit. We're looking online. We're trying to find something. Um, and they're like, just go to the stores and start trying stuff on. And like, we know what that means, but I don't think they understood yeah, what that yeah. meant. I'm like, okay, I don't really want to, but Okay. And my sister took me and we went to the store. We went to David's Bridal. Uh-huh. <laughs> they had one jumpsuit mm-hmm. in my size and I put it on and I fell in love with it. But it's never that easy. Uh, yeah. It's never that easy. No. So I left it. Right? No, it can't. There's something wrong with it. It's never that easy. So I left it. And we go spent the rest of the day searching the stores for anything. Can't yeah. find anything. And my, my sister must've been texting my friends, like without me knowing because yeah. my friends call me and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. You love that jumpsuit. It fits you and it's available. Go yeah. get the jumpsuit. Yeah. And I said, no, it's not that easy. And they say, they, they, we, I probably sat on the, on the phone with them for like 45 minutes being like, no, you guys don't understand. Like something is, you don't understand. Like this, it has never been. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, you don't understand. (laughs) So I went back and I got the jumpsuit. But I was, I was so convinced. Yeah. It can't be that easy. You're telling me there was one jumpsuit in my size and I fell in love with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But even like, I I liked it because it was there. Right. You feel like that's a conditioning though. You're like, well, it was just there and it was in my size. So that's probably why. Yeah. But so you had to really think about, do I actually like it or is it just in my size? Yep. Today, do you still love it? Yeah, it's so funny because it has not been dry cleaned. Um, and at the end of the night, I my favorite memory from the wedding. Uh, at the end of the night, me and Billy are in the hotel, and um, I'm getting undressed to get into the shower, and I take off my jumpsuit, and honest to God, money and confetti fall out <laughs> of my jumpsuit. That's amazing from the wedding. That's amazing, and I have a picture of my. Uh, jumpsuit confetti and money and my shoe is just on the floor in the bathroom because I, I said that. that is exactly what my wedding was that's a Tuesday night for me <laughs> but, but I, I think what was so what was so interesting about that experience was like it was available to me and I would not believe it yeah, yeah. I would yeah. not believe it I would not take it I was like absolutely not yeah yeah so my wedding dress shopping was a series of events. <laughs> so first we ordered a dress online. I fell in love with it. I thought it'd be great. It was from like some weird brand I never really saw before, but I was like, I'll trust the process. Don't ever trust the process. <laughs> so that one came. No, bad, bad. Secondly, Torrid had a little line of wedding dresses yeah, yeah, for yeah. a minute. Yeah. So I was like, amazing. This well. is very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. $129 for a wedding dress in bought that terrible in person again mm-hmm. just wasting money because I didn't send any of these back yeah. this is again another curse yeah. of mm-hmm. how this works so I'm already this deep in it then after that I went to David's bridal found some I liked it was okay walked out of there real disappointed yeah and I found some put them on and it was definitely a it fits. Do I get it? Did I almost buy a third wedding dress? We didn't though, luckily. <laughs> and then I found a smaller boutique here in Charlotte and they had options. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like they had a large amount of options. Like I tried on so many dresses that day, just wasn't in love. Couldn't do it. Mm. They linked me with a designer. Okay. And guess who made herself a Glenda the Good Witch wedding dress? That's so cool. That was amazing and pink and sparkly and so me. (sighs) And it was like the best thing I could have done for myself. And was it so expensive? And it was. It was so expensive. It wasn't as bad as I've seen some wedding dresses. I mean, these can be a house. Yeah. (laughs) So it was like, it was a lot. (laughs) But 
was it perfect? And was it just special? And was it me as a dress? Yeah. Yes. So, what was what was the boutique in Charlotte? Just in case with local listeners. I can't remember. Can't I'd remember. Have okay. To, yeah. Okay. I'd have to look her up. But the girl who helped me was super sweet. The designer ended up Megan Kelly. I remember her name, and she was amazing. It was literally everything from here's several different colors that we can do. She showed me everything from a peachy pink to a, like a pink pink. I built that dress from the ground up with her. Explained everything I wanted. Had so many little fittings where she added things. We added all this glittery top to it. it had little stars on it. And like it was she just it. When we so edit amazing. This, when you edit this, we have to we have to put a picture of this dress. It okay. really yeah. is Maria in a dress. We'll show you after this. We have we have pictures from the wedding. Yeah, it's pretty perfect. It really was. <laughs> but I was thankful that I had the option to even if it meant spending more money and putting that in there I had an option and that's like what we're asking for I think is at the core of this like if we have to spend a little extra we're gonna do it because we want the things that fit us and to speak to who we are as people not just that fit not just that are there but that represent us yeah absolutely and that that has been just I mean the the common theme across all of this is just you know we you know is it it's, it's, we want, we want the same options as everybody else. And, and it doesn't matter if, if, you know, Joe Schmo thinks I should be wearing a crop top or not. I would like the option to purchase it if I would like to. Right. And I think that's just been like the, at least my mentality. And certainly it, it, there is definitely a bit of a, like, that's my dopamine, right? Right. Like the add to cart is definitely a dopamine rush for me, but it, it has very much been like, oh my God, this is never I've never seen this for someone like me before. So I have to get this or I've yeah. never, I've never had access to something like this before. I've never, I've never been able to put something like this on my body before. So I have to try it. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, well, not I- being broke has definitely <laughs> curbed my shopping addiction. But <laughs> well, one of the things like, um, like I know we've been talking to Alyssa because again, Alyssa is just now finding a lot of plus size brands and kind of exploring it. And you know, one of the things like she, we've mm-hmm. talked about, like, well, what what do we see her looking at and liking? And like yeah. when we went to Torrid, I was like, you might want to try on these Carpenter jeans because they made me think of your style. And we're we're still figuring that out. And I think sometimes it is easier for other people to notice what we notice more than what more than ourselves, you know. But it did make me think like you know not the people listening may not know as many brands as we know and and i will say especially me and ali because we do put out content about plus size fashion we probably tried more brands than the average person has um just based on the fact that we we actively participate in the fashion world in that way um so i am kind of curious of like either you know what kind of style you've realized you liked and like you do know you like it you've actually had time to explore it or even like a brand that you feel like people should check out Hands down, number one, I think best, best plus size brand out there right now that is doing sustainable, slow fashion. And it every single piece just feels like it has been truly molded to your body. And it is cut, it's cut for a fat body, not to fix a fat body. Mm. What low wants. Yeah. Absolutely. What I low knew, wants. I knew that's where you were going. Hands I knew down. that was where you were going too, but hands down for you, what low wants works very well, but it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And it's because, yeah, because we are not the same. Even we're both in bigger bodies, but they tend to target or like work more for somebody like you than me. And because I'm so small chested, but I got all the rest of this. I do say it's not a, thing. a lot. They do have a lot of two pieces or like two piece sets one so you could you could always buy two different sizes but and i know if i'm that's, having a bad body day where i, I don't that. want two separate things or have my midriff yeah. showing yeah i i do think that is a tough thing i i will give plus size brands this you can have five size 24 women next to each other or people next to each other and none of them are going to be shaped the same and mm-hmm. i do think that is hard for cuts it is why i tend to appreciate brands that to me have a, a adjustable or accommodating design features. They either have fabrics that stretch. Yes. They have um, <laughs> longer length you can tuck in if you want to. 
They have buttons that can be used. Like I have a jacket that has multiple buttons on the side if you want to make it tighter around your waist. I do think there are things that brands can do, cinching things that can make um, fashion more accessible to multiple body shapes. But there's really nothing you're going to do to make a shirt that fits Allie perfectly fit Maria perfectly. In the fact that, like, y'all's proportions, are right now? Y'all's proportions yeah. are just very different, right? <laughs> like, different from any you know, and our, our fat deposits itself differently on all of our bodies. I, I really don't shop from Eloquy because I find that their clothes are built with a wider set of shoulders and a bustier body than mine. I, I, I always the shoulders are too big on the me. linebacker. <laughs> so, well, and I have I have very narrow shoulders, so like finding a suit jacket or something. Because my arms are still big. Yes. You know, my hips are big. And so finding something that's small enough in the shoulders is going to be hard. And this is where I do think a lot of us are like, take it to a tailor. And I'm like, ah, poor Marty's putting it right. on. It's so expensive. Right. It is. And, 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 and it's not like I'm buying a $100 like, blazer for a tailor. You, you know, you bought it from Eloquy. You've already spent right. yeah. a ton of money on right. it. <laughs> and so I think it's really hard to, you know, that it did tend to be like why so many of us end up finding a brand that does fit us well. And we end up having brand loyalty because the fit yeah. is there. Uh, Arula fits me really well. So I tend to shop at Arula a lot. But Arula can't, is not size inclusive enough. No. They only go up to size 24. Some of their pieces run large, sure. But if you can't go in store and, and try it on, there's really no way. Again, you're, you're spending your money ahead of time mm-hmm. and hoping for the best, right? And even then, I, I'm in like so many different sizes when I shop there. Yes. Um, I do feel like they're closer to my style. So I appreciate them. I like their styles. Um, but it's not a perfect brand. But their brand. fabrics definitely change. Yes, yes. Like one fabric I can wear and it can be so stretchy that I'm yes. like, dang, yes, perfect, amazing. And then I try on something else and I'm like, Absolutely. No. <laughs> and so like it's a luxury if you live close enough to location to try things on. But if you don't, like how I grew up, right? you're just – at the mercy of right. what it is, yeah. mercy of the internet. <laughs> I tell Alyssa, um, I mean, I think in general you're exploring lots of different brands right now. Yeah. But I know one brand that you shop on your own is Cider. Yeah, I was going to say and, Cider. And I do think Cider, like whenever I see the things you like and the things you're like excited about, to yes. me, I very much go into that aesthetic, which I don't know how to describe Cider's aesthetic. I mean, I, I describe yours as like they have a bunch of different early 2000s. On- yeah, I don't know. I like a grungy, like, street. Yeah, you're more of a tennis shoe, sneaker girl. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Like, I, I definitely am really loving that. I feel like you have very much, like, L.A. street style. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. In- yes. Young influencer L.A. street style. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really, I'm just enjoying trying from everywhere right now. Um, yeah. I will say my... One of my really close friends, um, Rita, is getting married in February, um, and I'm in her wedding party, and I got my dress from Eloquy, and I'm obsessed yeah. with it. Obsessed, obsessed. I also, when I bought that, had gotten um, this neon green fringe skirt from Eloquy that I'm dying to wear. Oh, wow. Um, so Eloquy has definitely come through with some pieces that I'm excited about. For sure. Uh, Universal Standard I'm interested in, but they're they're expensive, yeah. and I just... I. That's just a lot of money, you know. Yes. Sometimes yeah. I don't want to spend. I don't, I never want to spend a lot of money. Uh, Universal but, Standard is definitely. I I love. I absolutely love Universal Standard as far as their size inclusivity, as far as their uh, the fit, the the feel, everything about. But they are not. Uh, they're not price inclusive. They're yeah. they're they definitely cater to a more for sure. Um, not only they have that. moments of good sales, but. Not all the times the sizes are available when the item is on sale. Not only that, but as far as styles go, it's definitely basic. It's definitely basic. Which, why are we paying so much more for basics than a standard size person is? I will say I do consider them more than basics because I I honestly think of like old Navy basics when I think about basics. Right. They're definitely elevated pieces, but the styles are much more muted muted like yes, everything a color so for maria who it's not a loves pattern. a sequin you know i love a pattern yeah a pattern like color and and i talked to the stylist about it apparently they almost always bring it out in like white black blue to see if people like the style first before they bring in other colors but even then it's going to be like it's a dark like a below navy, a yeah, yeah, yeah. And a green you're not going to be you're if, if that's the only place you can get your sizes you're, you're limited in what you can style but it's yourself all as. one color 
Like yes. all their shirts are just a green shirt. Just a yeah, they bring shirt. out the same colors and everything. No, no, I'm just saying it's literally the same color. Like oh, okay, there's okay. none of this. We can't find a checker. Right, we right, can't right. Find I a see camo. what you're saying. We can't find love. We can't find tie dye. I see what you're it's saying. It's literally just a solid. Yeah, they have one house too. <laughs> I'm joking. I know. I'm saying it. <laughs> but no, I do agree. I, I, eloquy. I, I was very much a an eloquy addict for a long time. I was every single thing I got was from eloquy. Um, Eloquy does elevated pieces very, very well. Eloquy does, um, I think, more formal stuff. Um, not so much like gowns, but like, um, you know, think uh, cocktail attire and, you know, office wear too. But, um, you know, fancy date nights or things like that, like more, um, definitely more dressy type stuff. Um, I, I do, I do love Eloquy for that. I think where I got with Eloquy is that it kind of started to be that it was the same silhouette, just different pattern every time. Yes. Um, and for the price of that, I kind of wanted something new. Yeah. Um, but I get, I, I mean, I will still go back to them every time for like, if I need like a special occasion type dress. Yeah. Meanwhile, our queen of torrid over here yeah i'm definitely a torrid girly and i do have oh, i fucking love torrid a love hate relationship with them um definitely struggle some days just because it does feel like a lot of the same things just over and over they bring like just Alyssa commented on my jacket the other day and how she liked it and i was like well good for you girl because it's back mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's back right now if you want her but that's kind of the thing is they like offer it for so long and then take it away and then bring it back as if it's new and exciting and they'll put it in their new section. That's not new. I own it. Yeah. Like what are you, what are you? No. Yeah. So if it's one of the only brands you buy from, then it's, it's not new. It's, yeah, it's the same you thing. Still, you still have the same access to the same style. Yes. Yeah. So that's a little frustrating. Um, as far as a, a brand people may not have heard of that I really love, it's Big Bud Press. And that's what this little guy is right oh, here. What is it called? Big Bud Press. Big Bud Press. I saw yeah. them on Instagram. I've never yep. gotten anything though. So they're kind of similar to a universal standard. They have okay. more sizing. Their pants could be better. Um, you heard it Because I first. can't wear those. But the, these sweaters and stuff, real cute. What I do though is because they are kind of outside the price range usually, is they usually have a yearly sale where they do like, Everything that was overstocked and couldn't sell, they deeply discount. Mm-hmm. And on those days, it's like way less. So then I stock up and I'm good for the year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this sucker, I wear a lot of these. So okay. and a little sunshine. That's very cute. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's really just cute. like so simple, so cute. But yeah. like, it's me. I love that. <laughs> That's very cute. I love mm-hmm. a good sweatshirt. Right? I do. I do love Torrid. Um, again, I, I feel the same way where it's like, um, I would love to see newer styles versus, um, just the same silhouette and a different pattern, like the Harper, the Harper blouse. Mm-hmm. How long has that been around? And it's just, Oh, new. And now we've got another Harper blouse in a different floral pattern. Sure. Right? Um, so yeah, I would love to see some new, new styles coming from Torrid, but I do love that. I can always fall back on Torrid for, knowing I'm going to find something in my size um, in kind of any category, not in store, but necessarily, um, but in any category, um, if I, if I am like shopping for really kind of any occasion, um, I can, I can probably find something from Torrid, Torrid shoes. I am, I am a massive slug for Torrid shoes um because I I'm a wide foot girly and Torrid shoes are where it's at they are I feel like they have the best wide foot uh boots in the market because they're not just like wide for your foot but they actually take into account like a wide girl's like ankle and calf because like there's other brands like I love ASOS but they're wide with shoes not good they're wide they're wide for your foot but then they have like the tiniest little yeah. ankle strap. I sometimes like, like how does not for me. Did you test this going on someone's foot? Right? Because how did they get their foot in there? So Torrid's Torrid's boots are very, they're very, they're awesome. I have so many pairs of Torrid's boots. Um, really, just Torrid's shoes in general. I'm Lane Bryant shoes have gotten fan. better too. I think. Yes. Um, I mean, I they have, they have Lane more Bryant styles. Every day. I mean, a lot of them are still black. 
Yeah. You know, and it'd be nice to get other kinds of colors for shoes. But I do appreciate that. And I will say it has been fun having friends, fat friends in real life, because we do share clothes. And even if we wear different sizes. I'm wearing Allie's sweater right now. I'm wearing Rebecca's sweater. Yeah, even if we do wear different sizes, like, there's clothes that can fit the same, like, fit different sizes. They just might look a little bit differently. But what's annoying is when you give someone a bunch of your clothes and they wear it a little differently than you do and they get so many compliments and you got none. Like, <laughs> Maria, I've given Maria so this many feels, clothes. This feels directed. It, it's Maria. It's Maria. I've given Maria so many clothes. Like, it didn't work out for me. I just didn't wear them or, or whatever. And we'll go out and she gets so many compliments on them. And I'm like, I never got complimented when I wore it. Um, but she puts them together differently. And I think that's really fun. To see like the same pieces, but you're wearing them differently, or you just carry them off a little bit differently. I was, you have a different little I was about to say because I can. I'm literally picturing the jacket that you're talking yeah. about, and I'm like, I just Maria Maria carries that jacket. It Maria is. Maria carries it that is. jacket. It is different. <laughs> I mean, we all walk around the world with a different kind of energy, right? And it's fun <laughs> to see how those clothes can change. You know, when you have that, and and even like right now, we're um, we organize Charlotte Plus events. And some of the girls in our Facebook group were talking about wanting to do a clothing swap. And, like, we are actually planning our own for spring. But, like, go ahead and do it. It can be a great way of sharing clothes, reducing costs, et cetera. But it's hard if you don't have fat friends local to you mm-hmm. or you've never made fat friends. So definitely look into, like, local groups. There's actually a lot. Like, I think almost every state probably has one at this point. Um, so. But even so, there's Facebook groups where people do swaps. There's a swap group for Universal Standard, example, for example. Like, there are swap groups on Facebook where you might be able to connect with other women who wear your size or a similar size and, you know, experiment with clothing that way. So I, I highly recommend it, you know, and again, some people are more or less comfortable making these connections online, but um, there are options out there for you should you want to. And just even speaking that for a moment, I mean, like it took me 30 some years to find friends I could share clothes with. Mm-hmm. And that was such a, this throwaway moment that so many people have that they just take for granted mm-hmm. and I was like whoa like this, yeah. this is crazy yeah so I never had that before going out moment with my friends we're trying out a bunch of stuff from their closet because nothing from their right. closet was gonna fit yeah. me and yeah even like uh yesterday I had a coat and I was like I don't like this coat with this outfit I'm like I can't borrow anything from my friend like that this is the only option I have right and I think that's most people's norm um, most big people's norm is to not have someone that they can do it with. Whereas if I'm going out with them and I'm like, mm, I don't like this. We literally, right before we filmed this, we're like, okay, what, what do you have? What do you have? Literally, right? Like this is th- like, just, this is not our, in our histories and normal experiences for us where, you know, before we film this, we're like, Hey, Alyssa, Alyssa's going to wear my sweater. I'm going to wear Rebecca's sweater. Very easily, Maria could have worn my sweater. Like, mm-hmm. I would have never just... bought this, but I saw Allie in it, and I was like, "That's cute." Yeah. <laughs> now that brings me back to your caption, mm-hmm. and I loved it. But it's like it really is like, and especially, oh, I got you. You know, it's yeah. just it's wild that we're in our thirties, almost thirty, and and being able to experience this for the first time, and it, yeah, it's just it's experiences that everybody should have access to and that it's not something like oh well if you just lost weight no we everybody should have access to clothes that they feel good in and clothes that they feel comfortable in and a community they can share it with and a community to share it with yeah yeah and I think think that's why I think clothing and fat identity is so interesting because it can be a very large part of us connecting to our bodies adorning our bodies in the way that we want to expressing but because we've had this history with clothes it can it can easily tip into overconsumption or or detachment from clothing or mm-hmm. any of those things right and so i think for Anxiety, everyone stress yes um disappointment right access <sighs> issues still you know and so i think it, it's a complicated relationship between our bodies and clothing and one we have to kind of be critical about and think you know how are we expressing it how are we doing it when do we need to pull back, you know, and, and also what access do others who are not us still need, right? Um, because I think I think anyone a size 26 and up, lower access, anyone a size 26 and up that, need, that needs more affordable clothing, harder to access. Yeah. Like, there's still so many access issues out there. It's not been solved yet. Um, not and, only that, but 26 and up pants specifically. Yeah. 
like there's a lot of like dresses or moo-moos like mm-hmm. that 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 you fall into naturally like it's hard to have style because that's what they try and put everyone in yeah that kind like, of triggered a stretchy... me a little bit though mm-hmm. remember I, I think when I originally met you two that was my vibe was just oversized dresses yeah I was still very much in the like I'm hiding all of I this mean I space. was there too because yeah. that's all that would fit my butt sure like I still struggle to find pants but I like that we're very much into like we just we love to flaunt it now we'll flaunt that all of it (laughs) (laughs) but no it's true it's true and I mean even I get so triggered when like I'm I'm like I'll be scrolling through Instagram or something and I'll get a targeted ad like oh this you know check out this new size inclusive brand and they call themselves size inclusive and they stop at a 20 20 that is not size inclusive that Uh, that is one size above the average American woman now and that's I literally had to, I literally Googled inclusive the other day. Yeah. So I was like, this verbiage is messing with my head. Like, Mm -hmm. like what is the extent of this inclusivity? And it kind of told me I was wrong. Like based on the explanation I got from the internet. But again, who's this written by? But you know, what's so, so messed (sighs) up about that is that now the average American woman is a 16, 18. Yep. The average. Average. So there are 14, 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2. There zero. are seven, zero. There zero. Are eight, let's stop there. Yeah. So there are nine sizes below the average available. Okay. Ooh, I so like where you're going. So then let's take 16, 18. So let's say it's a 16. So 18, 20, 22, 24, 26. 28. Let's stop at 26, though, because that's its own realm, Well, we don't even get that many sizes, usually, because it's usually 18, 20, 20, 22, or 22, 24. Like, in store. Yeah, so in much stores, of it's literally three sizes. We've got one three to two three sizes six. in store, maybe. Yeah. And that most brands are carrying. But mm-hmm. even, That's some fat girl math. But even when it comes to those math. sizes, math math usually, like, the extent of most brands is a 26. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. think that that's doing the work. Yeah. If they go to 28, they're like, really applaud us like we've really done it yeah yeah and just now brands are starting to move it even more to where they're like oh 30 32 30, 30, 32 yeah like 38 is the biggest i've seen 40 is universal standard, standard but, okay so yeah. they raised it one on yeah. me i didn't realize but that's yeah for sure and and even i think i think universal standard does have jeans and pants in individual sizes but a lot of their tops and stuff are going to be like mm-hmm. 38 40 mm-hmm. um Oh yeah, and that wild though. But, like, but how then many when it options? comes to Universal Standard, they're not an in-store brand, right? So you don't have the ability... opportunity to try that on. Period. That's true. Yes. So if now you don't have the money for that, they are a more expensive brand. What are you? You're supposed to send your hard-earned money to these people on a prayer that it fits, knowing full well that, that you're terrible yeah. at returning things. Yeah. So that once you spend this, it is gone. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, and I know I feel like I feel like I'm riding hard for Universal Standard. They don't have wow. stores. They do have trunk shows, and they go to different cities. But you have to live near a city. Like they just came to Charlotte. You could make an appointment and go and try things on, and not buy anything, but at least have some knowledge of how things fit. But again, who has access? Like it's a very small number of people that are going to have access to that. You know, um, but, like, that, but the I amount have... of research we have to do, the amount of knowledge that we have to yes. have to navigate these things is so much more beyond the normal, like a, an right. average it's consumer. Just, it's it's the, the fact of the matter is the fact that the four of us cannot leave this house right now and just arbitrarily walk into any store and find a piece of clothing to walk out with that fits our bodies that we like. No, we We can't, we would have to targetly choose to go to Ford together Mm -hmm. and pray Mm -hmm. that they have a five and six in stock. Mm -hmm. And it's usually going to be a clearance item that might be out of season. Mm -hmm. That was probably a return. Mm -hmm. And even then it's probably smaller option. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there needs to be, there's, there's still, there's, there's still, still a lot done. of work to be done. We appreciate how far it's come, yeah. obviously, from when we were younger and growing Absolutely. up and everything, oh, yeah. but there's still Absolutely. so much work to yeah. do. Yeah. And if, if you are toward and you are watching this now, I know four amazing people <laughs> who all have unique styles who would love to talk to you and would love to partner and see if we could come up with something. Yeah, you really, you really <laughs> rock the door now. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, cider. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
because I'm toured, I am very grateful that you do work with me on a gifted basis. So thank you very much. <laughs> and I love your shoes very much. Yeah, I am going to say that I'm going to start checking out Tord shoes because I've been wearing a lot of alleys. And they're so good. They're really I mean, I still so love Tord. Tord is my ride or die, period. Just give me some more options in store. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for. Well, like, I mean, like, think about when did you start shopping at Tord? Oh, late in life. Later, later. Okay, in so life. I think the first time I found Tord, I was an 18 year old in high, in high school. And granted, I don't no. think I got to shop there regular sales in college or mm-hmm. grad school, but I've been shopping there for over a decade. The loyalty is there. I'm going to keep oh, on yeah. shopping. Yeah. Tour, you know? But as someone who's shopped them for over a decade, it does mean that my tastes have changed. Yeah. You know, and, and, and yeah, I, I, is it a struggle, I think, to make clothing that appeals to lots and lots yeah. and lots of people at various ages, at various needs? Yes. But there's only so many stores like a Torrid, like a Lane mm-hmm. Bryant, that actually have physical locations. We need them to show up for us. We need them to listen. We need them to evolve with us. Yeah. And I think, you know, the ones who do are going to benefit, you know, the ones who do yeah. are going to get our money. Um, and sometimes too much of my money. Yeah, same. Guilty. Yeah. I can't wait for that to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it hasn't for me for a while, so. <laughs> All right. We feel good about this? Yeah, I we think do. this is a great episode. Yeah. I like talking about fashion together. Yeah. Because yeah. it's becoming fun for me. I yeah. love that. And fashion hopefully should be fun. It should and, be. And a way of expression and a way of kind of figuring out how you want to present yourself to the world. And I think the more options we have to make choices versus being kind of like told what to wear or, mm-hmm. or reduced to our, you know, pick the, the lesser the evil of the three, yeah. yeah, the better. And and I think, mm-hmm. again, like when you get into that world, it can be overwhelming if you haven't had access to this kind of clothing before. And navigating that is another place of kind of figuring yourself out. And I will say that when I first found you, mm-hmm. specifically on Instagram, you were like the first person that showed me that fashion could be more than something that just fit. Yeah. yeah, like you were the first person that showed me, like, oh, she, oh, she actually looks like me, yeah, and she's wearing these other things, and she's doing it in a fashionable way, yeah. like that's an option for me, and it was so revolutionary. Not that you can tell, but yeah. it was. <laughs> well, I, we, I really love that because that was kind of alley for me too. Yeah. Yes, again, it's it's, a, it's like a, this can be for us, like yes. it can be for us, and. And the more access we get, the more it can be for us. And we should yeah. demand it. We should demand mm-hmm. that things be for us. Yeah. I Me love too. it. Fashion for all. We're fat. We're poor. We're, we're fat. The next word is fat. No, we make it up every time. It's different. It's supposed to be different every time. That's fine. We're fat. Fatties. Fatties. Fat fatties. We are poor, fab fatties. And we're friends. And we're talking about fashion. We love you. Don't forget to like and subscribe.